Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey girl, welcome to this episode. How are you doing? And when I ask that question, really answer it in your mind with the reality, like not the, I'm good, I'm fine, life's good. Like just give yourself a little bit of a self-assessment. How is life right now? How are you feeling? And is there anything you can do after this episode to just continue to support yourself? Take true care of yourself. It's definitely something that I have been quite aware of lately about myself because I was fully in a low energy, like a bit of a slump the last month or so. Just I feel like everything's Groundhog Day and winter and lockdown and everything all at once. Just felt like a lot. And I had to really lately be super aware of how I can better take care of myself, like really proactively do it. So I've set up this whole morning routine right now that's feeling so good. I might do another episode on that. But basically just saying that really take care of yourself, especially in these times, which can be pretty intense, pretty difficult. With that said, let's hop into the episode. What I want to talk about is something I've definitely discussed quite a few times, but it is so vital to healing not only your food or body relationship, but just bettering your life in general. So watching your language, using the power of language to not hold you back or drag you down, but to really fortify, to boost you up. Let's go into a few topics. Let's go into food first. You know, we use words like, oh, this is so bad. Like I I ate really bad today. Oh my God, I feel guilty. Oh, I've been naughty. Like I ate the whole pack or, oh, I get to have a treat now, or I need to eat really clean, really light this week. I need to be really good. You know, there's sort of these two opposites. It's either like the bad or the good. And again, you know, I, I discuss this concept quite a lot, but when we're in this diet mindset, when we're binging, they're just, there are just these two extremes of like really bad and really good. And as with the language here as well, there's, I, there's not really much that's in between. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to eat a normal day. I'm just going to eat average. <laughs> we don't really say that. It's just like these two opposites. So I want you to start noticing how often you say phrases like that to yourself or to others and start to really clear out language, which is only reinforcing to you the morality behind food. Like some food is naughty or sinful and some is clean and really good. So just starting to clear that away, neutralize all food. More than just these sort of adjectives, when it comes to adding, you know, gentle nutrition into the way you eat, right? We obviously want to take care of our bodies and nourish. And I know that when you have been dieting for a long time and you've been sort of like 
forcing yourself to eat these quote-unquote healthy foods, lots of fruit and veggie and stuff, you can sometimes want to rebel a bit when you start to release the diet mindset. You're just like, oh, I just want to eat finally all these things that were off limits for so long. I can finally eat chocolate and cake and all this stuff. And there is that fear for a lot of people that you're just going to end up eating only that stuff because that's like the most delicious stuff for you and it's been off limits. People definitely have that fear. I will tell you that once you really give yourself permission and just let yourself have that stuff, eventually you'll get over it and it won't be this like be all end all kind of thing. Eventually you will start to crave the the more nourishing foods. But anyway, you might still have in your mind the negative connotations to trying to eat healthy. And it might be like, oh, I, I need to eat more fruits and veggies this week. Oh, I really I really have to get in a salad for lunch or like whatever. Basically, the phrases are I have to and I need to. So have to feels like you're caged. You don't have a choice. You're just forced into like, I, I have to do this. And when you're told that you have to do something, it probably makes you not want to do it. And it feels like a chore and it feels like you're being forced and don't really enjoy it, but you're just making yourself do it or someone else is making you do it. We don't really want to feel that way around any food. We want to feel so neutral about all foods and when it comes to adding gentle nutrition we definitely don't want you to feel like you're forcing yourself to do it it's really just letting your body say like I actually want to eat quite a few vegetables this week or in this meal I want lots of veggies so switching the have to to I want to or I actually get to like I get to eat these nourishing fibrous whole foods And it feels amazing, like I get to have this. And then when it comes to I need to, there's such an air of desperation around that. I need to do it. And again, it kind of feels like there's a bit of force to it or lack of freedom. It's just like you, you need to do it. You need to eat fruits and veggies. It feels like, again, someone's telling you to do it, but we just, we just want to you know we get to this is a joy that we get to really take care of this body that functions and keeps us moving around this world and does so much for us we get to take care of it so food language can definitely impact the way that you feel and act with food the choices you make so start assessing the kind of language you're using around food and ask yourself how can I just neutralize this, this a bit more? And if anything, add the, the sort of like want, the desire into it. Like I get to do this stuff. I get to eat this stuff. Then moving on to body and exercise. Before we go on, I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful, but you just need a bit more structure and direction, then check out my 30-day reboot course. It's an online course, so you can literally start today. 30 days of content, so each day you get new content in written form, video form, or audio, just to keep it nice and fresh. The content is exactly the same as what I go through in one-to-ones, so it's amazing value for money. You get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well, and we have a Facebook group, so you know you're not alone. There are plenty of others in there. So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you, 
that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. It's eye-opening and life-changing, as one past alumni put it. So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. I'm sure you guys know that there can be so much negative language around your body, how you see it, how you feel about it, when you put different outfits on, when you see yourself in a photo, when you see yourself in a bikini, like so much language can flood into your mind and probably a lot of it is pretty damn negative. I know for me and many women I've worked with, the adjective gross and disgusting comes up a lot. I used to say that kind of thing all the time to myself. I would even look in the mirror and just see my thighs and sort of the fat on the outer side of the upper thighs and I would just think it's so disgusting and terrible I would sort of if I can describe this right I would stand there looking in the mirror and push the fat on the side behind my leg so I couldn't see it and sort of like squish it away kind of pretending like oh if I could just chop this off if I could just cut this off then it would be great literally wanting to just chop off a chunk of your body because you felt like it looked so disgusting. Disgusting is such a strong word, and hate, and gross, and horrible, and ugly, like all of those words, when you say it, you can feel it in your body. It's such a low vibrational word, all of them. Think about the word disgusting. Like what else in your life do you find disgusting? I think, For me, vomit is disgusting. So to think that I'm likening my body or just like a bit of fat tissue on my body is as disgusting as vomit. Like that's just crazy. It's crazy. It is really, really crazy what we say to our bodies and it becomes the norm. The way we talk to our bodies just becomes the absolute norm. The words, the adjectives, the phrases, the bits of our body that we point out, It's the first thing we think when we see in the mirror. So we've got to change that. We've got to assess what's the language that you have around your body. And I always talk about moving from body hate to body neutrality first. You don't have to say, I find myself disgusting and then move to, I love every part of my body. Let's just first not be using those really hateful words about our body. And then moving on to, again, the the have to, the need to. That also relates to the body. You can be like, oh, I I have to. I need to lose weight. I need to lose 10 pounds in the next two weeks because I have this event that I'm going to and God forbid anyone sees that I've gained weight. Like just even me saying that I can feel the urgency, the desperation, the self-rejection. Like I have to change my body. I need to change my body. I need to fix this. It's just so low vibrational, desperate, urgent, it's fear-based, it most likely makes you then feel fear, feel panicked, like you need to take urgent, quick action, restrictive, extreme action. So really watching again the verbs you're using about your body, your weight, 
even exercise as well. Like, I need to get to the gym today. I need to work out. Do you really need to work out? What's the reason why you need to work out? And it probably goes back to weight. If you were totally fine about your weight and your body, would you really be saying like, I need to, I have to work out today? No, you'd just be like, yeah, I want to I wanna move my body. I want to go to the gym. I want to go on a run. I want to do this because it makes my body feel good. Gets the endorphins flowing. It boosts my energy, clears my skin, like makes me feel confident and strong and fit and able, all this kind of stuff. But it would definitely not be, oh my God, I need, I need to work out today. Once again, checking for that language that you hold about exercise as well. We've looked at language we use around food, language we use around our body, the adjectives, the verbs. My invitation to you now is to start jotting down in your phone or on a piece of paper or just in your mind, noticing the kind of words you use around food, around your body, and assess, are these words really helping me? How do they make me feel when I look in the mirror when I say those words, when I say those phrases? Do I feel a contraction in my body? Do I feel free and relaxed? What does it make me feel? And if they are holding you back, if they're disempowering, if they make you feel really shitty about yourself, it's time that you start to shed, to release those words and bring in new thoughts. It's totally in your power to bring in these new thoughts. So that's the invitation. Go on, go ahead and do it and start changing your life, the way you feel about yourself and food. That's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life. Be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.